The MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Shady Rays. Shady Rays is having their best deal of the year. Go to ShadyRays.com and use promo code SGPN for 50% off of two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses and go to SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Shady to enter the Shady Rays Parlay's Day Parlay of the Day contest. Roster brought to you by the SGPN's Draft Week. All week long, SGPN has you covered with draft props, mock drafts, and our live NFL Draft Watch Party. So make sure to smash that subscribe button at youtube.com slash podcast. Welcome, everyone, to the MLB Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Wednesday, April 26th, here to discuss our MLB betting picks for the Thursday games. 11-game schedule on the docket, and here to help me break it all down, I got the young guns of the show First, my main man on the East Coast. You guys know him as the voice of the NFL Gambling Podcast. And, of course, here on the MLB Gambling Podcast, it's Dylan Rock for D-Rock. What's going on, buddy? What's going on, boys? Good to be with you. Uh, cashed a few tickets today. Uh, we got the Orioles came through. Um, Yankees has a doll covered as well. And uh, Dylan in the chat, yeah. The Brewers are dead to me after not covering, but they did cover today. Uh, Blue Jays way one outright as well. Uh, and Zach Gallen, 10 strikeouts through five innings. Man's on fire right now. Yeah, that game on right now. Uh, right now, uh, D-backs have a one nothing lead in the bottom of the fifth. So um, Zach Gallen has... After a rough start, has definitely turned around for sure. Also joining us here to help us break it all down. You guys know him as the voice, of course, here on the MLB Gambling Podcast in the college baseball experience, of course, on the college experience overall as well. It's Noah Beanick. Noah, what's happening, buddy? What's going on, guys? Brewers are dead to you. I mean, they were my dog. And let's not talk about that double lock, double the dog that Malcolm and I had because the Rangers blew that in the ninth inning. They got walked off, and that's how we lost the the triple lock knot, as Mel, uh, Munaf put it. So, yeah, that one was a rough one. Um, and to address why I'm wearing Lions gear, we're doing the NFL or SGPN NFL mock draft like an hour after this show. So just getting right into it. I love that. Let's do it, boys. Yeah, it should be a good time. Uh, if you're watching live, definitely tune in around 4 p.m. Pacific time. We're doing a first round of the NFL mock draft for the SGP and crew. It's a yearly thing now, so definitely tune in um, at that time. But, hey, guys, 11 games on the schedule. Why don't we just dive right into it? Uh, day baseball or baseball, as we like to say. Um, here on the pod t-shirts are uh, pending but first game on the board we're going to go to uh atlanta uh a 12 20 start uh on the east coast we got the miami marlins and the atlanta braves i'm looking at probable pitchers for this game braxton garrett for the miami marlins and kyle wright gets the start for the atlanta braves uh right now currency lines of plus 160 for the miami marlins and minus 190 on the money line for the atlanta braves total set at eight and a half a little bit of vig towards the over at minus 120 run line minus one and a half plus 105 and plus one and a half minus 125 for the marlins d-rock lead us off my man 
Yeah, I'm going to take a shot here with the Braves on the run line. Uh, I'm going to trust Kyle Wright. He's going to have a bounce back start here. I feel it. He hasn't been his best in his three starts, but he has had success against the Marlins in his career. Two and two, 375 ERA. The Marlins, they don't really hit righties all that well. 233 average. And on the other hand, Garrett has had a good start on the season, but he is 0-2 in his career versus the Braves. And Braves just smash lefties. I think... This is going to be Garrett's toughest task this season. Uh, I think the Braves might get to him. So they've covered their run line in the first two games. I think they do it again tomorrow. You could get plus money out there. I needed a minus 105. So I'm glad I'll gladly take plus 110 with the Braves on the run line here. Yeah, I think this was this was pretty easy for me as well. I mean, just retweet everything that you just said. I think Kyle Wright is 19 or the Braves are 19 and two in his last 21 starts, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, he's just been a win machine for the Atlanta Braves. And Marlins just aren't offensively are just aren't very good right now. So I'm going to take my chance with the run line. I'm right there with you. Noah, what do you got? Yep. Right there with you guys retweeting it. This one's probably a trumpets after, but yeah, the Braves, like Dylan mentioned, they're third in the MLB and OPS against lefties at the nine Oh five. And you know, Wright has struggled early coming off the shoulder surgery, but I mean, this Miami Marlins team striking out 25% of the time against right-handed pitching. It might not be a bad strikeout prop as well. So uh, guys, you want to hit some trumpets? <laughs> Let's lead it off with the trumpets team ride. It's hard every time we play it now. <laughs> I, I was once, I was watching live one day and I think Noah played it and in the car I was just like I have to mute you guys like I, <laughs> I just couldn't do it. Dylan's being a team player, you know, rocking with us, but you you could see the pain in his eyes, poor guy. <laughs> All right, guys, let's get over to the next game of the afternoon, twelve thirty-five uh, Eastern Star. We've got the LA Dodgers and the Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, Julio Urias, left-handed pitcher, gets a start for the Dodgers. Mitch Keller on the mound for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, currently seeing a minus 170 favorite on the road here for the Dodgers. Plus 145 on the money line for the home dogs here, the Pirates. Total is set at 8 with a little bit of Vic towards the over at minus 120. Run line is both minus 110 both ways. Um, Noah, lead us off with your Pirates, my man. If you remove Mitch Keller's first start of the year at Cincinnati, he has a 288 ERA through four starts against the Cardinals, the Astros, at the Red Sox, and home versus the Reds. That's a pretty impressive stretch while being 80 in the 86th percentile in average exit velocity against and 96th percentile in hard hit percentage against. But the Dodgers rank second in on-base plus slugging percentage against righties. Uh, for this game, I'm going to lean to the first five over. Because the Buccos have seen the bell seen the ball well off of Southpaws so far this year with an 803 OPS. That's the sixth best in the MLB. The Cubs are just ahead of the Pirates. Why do I mention the Cubs, eh? The Cubs have an 806 OPS against lefties. That's just three points higher than the Pirates. Julio Urias's last two starts were against the Cubs. And he gave up a combined seven runs in nine innings during the two games. So I like the first five over here when that comes out. Yeah, Urias has been struggling a little bit, like you mentioned, over his last two starts here at least. So definitely could see the possibility of some runs here. Uh, D-Rock, what do you got? Yeah, this one, honestly, I thought was the toughest game to handicap. Uh, my numbers did make the Dodgers a minus 165 favorite and the total 7.7. So if anything for the show, a lean towards the under. I see eight and a halfs out there, but... 
not anything I'm actually going to bet. I, I can't back the Dodgers here at this price, and I need about 20 more cents to be on the Pirates. Back-to-back losses, like you mentioned, for Julio Arias. Mitch Keller has slowly been one of the Bucko's best pitchers this season, and they've won every game he started except that one against the Cardinals. Uh, I'm hoping to see a pitcher's duel uh, in this one, so maybe the bats calm down a little. The, the Dodgers' bats have come to life these past few games, so two solid pitchers on the mound, nothing on this side. I'll lean towards the under 8.5 in this one. Yeah, I couldn't lay the hefty price with uh, Urias here, especially his struggles over his last two games. I mean, historically, if you kind of look at his numbers, he has struggled against the Cubbies, uh, which, you know, was on display over his last two starts. But um, he is getting the strikeouts. And then again, that's been uh, something that he's been improving on year over year, uh, has Julio Urias. But I think the Pirates, maybe in the first five inning money line, it's something that I would definitely look at because. What was it the the triple lock day? I took the uh, <laughs> the pirates. That's going to go down uh, uh, as a uh, historical pod for us. Um, <laughs> but I was on the pirates that day, and they were up seven to two, and then they you know they they coughed up the lead and lost the game eight to seven. So that one that one hurt a little bit. It was so bad. I bet the rate. I bet the Rangers, and I go, oh, I won't have an effect. I I wasn't on the pod. When they lost it in the eighth and ninth inning, I just looked at my phone. I was like, of course it happened to me too. <laughs> I, I didn't have eyes on that game. You want to know how I figured out that I I was scrolling through Twitter and I saw that Kirk Herbstreet tweeted out that the Reds walked off. That's wow. how I figured out that we lost that. Oh line. boy. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, all right, guys, before we get over to the next game of the uh, afternoon, I should say, uh, let me tell everyone about, uh, a parlay contest that we're running over on the Sports Gambling Podcast. And it's courtesy of Shady Rays. Uh, we're running a special parlay of the day contest for people who've bought their shades from ShadyRays.com using the promo code SGPN. Each day of the NFL draft of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is uh, will release a Shady Race parlay of the day. Now, if the parlay hits, the cash will be awarded to one lucky listener. For all the details, all you got to do is just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash shady to start getting shady. And like I mentioned about Shady Rays, they are our presenting sponsor right now. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and much more. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair that we've worn durable frames, and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. That's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after your purchase. With Shady Rays, you can look good and feel good. Today, they have donated over 20 million meals to fight hunger with Feeding America. If you don't love them, exchange them for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Their team always has your back. So exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out the best deal of the year. Go to ShadyRays.com and use promo code SGPN for 50% off of two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 200,000 people. Moonoff, did you see Colby's uh, video for Shady Rays? <laughs> that was legendary. I don't know if you caught the Sean in the background. He's like, what the yeah. hell? He just walks face? right back. <laughs> he, well, he looks out. He has the camera in his hands. Like, he just walks right back into the studio. <laughs> it was funny to see. That was great. Great, great read, though, Moonoff. Great read. 
Uh, all right, guys, let's go over to the next game of the afternoon. We have a 105 Eastern start. It's going to be the Seattle Mariners and the Philadelphia Phillies. Um, seeing George Kirby is going to be on the mound for the Mariners, and Matt Strom gets a start here for the Philadelphia Phillies. It's minus 110 both ways on the money line for both uh, teams here. Total is set at 8.5 at minus 115 towards the over. Uh, run line minus one and a half plus 160 for the Mariners and plus one and a half minus 190 for the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, so far this season, uh, George Kirby has looked um, hasn't been too bad for the Seattle Mariners. He is um, four, sorry, two and one with a 3.57 ERA. Only allowed nine earned runs in about 22 and two-thirds innings pitched here. Um, his last start, uh, he's actually won two of his, uh, both of his last two starts, I should say, which came against the Colorado Rockies and the St. Louis Cardinals at home. Uh, only allowed two earned runs in each of those starts. Um, strikeouts in those games, he had five and three. So hasn't really been a big strikeout pitcher, but um, he's pitched pretty well. Same thing with Matt Strom. I know he got off to a pretty good start to the season for the Phillies. Has faltered a little bit over his last couple starts. Uh, he is a left-handed pitcher. I think that one that kind of stood out to me over the course of the season thus far is that Mariners have struggled against left-handed pitching. Uh, they're kind of bottom in the – or they are bottom uh, in the league as far as most offensive uh, statistical categories, whether it's um, team batting average, OPS, slugging, uh, WRC+. plus. Um, I think the one thing that still does concern me is that I really don't trust this Phillies offense right now. I mean, there's times where more times than not, they don't show up versus uh, even some of the less subpar pitchers in, in the league uh, or the season thus far. I think we may get a pitcher's duel here. I kind of do like the under eight and a half um, gun to my head. I would go with the Phillies here. I think with a left-handed pitcher on the mound, I think the Mariners bats will struggle here a little bit. So, do like the under eight and a half, and I'll lean with the uh, um, Philadelphia Phillies here at home here. Dylan, what do you got? Yeah, game out of pick them right now, but I was able to grab the Mariners at the opening price, plus 105. I jumped on that. Uh, I made the Mariners a minus 115 favorite, so I still like them at I'm just very high on George Kirby. I think he'll turn it around. He was great in his first, uh, in his one start, uh, last start, only giving up one run, in six innings on the road. And I look towards his walk prop. You know, he only has uh, one walk in four starts, and it was his first start. So under one and a half, maybe look towards an under walk prop. Uh, another angle you could play in this game, I'm not a really big believer in Matt Strom. Uh, one game, he pitches two innings, then four, then two yeah. innings. Uh, just can't get behind a guy like that. Another prop I like is target Jared Clinic. Over uh, one and a half hits, runs, and RBIs. He's gotten over that number in five straight, over 75% on the season. And they might not hit lefties uh, a lot, but he's smashing lefties this season, finally. So uh, that's how I play this game. I really like Jared Clinic, his over hits, runs, and RBI prop. It's a DK special. So if your uh, state has uh, DraftKings, I would look towards that. Under one and a half walks for Kirby, and I like the Mariners as well here. Noah? I like the Phillies. Um, I'm going with Matt Strom in the first five. I like them on the money line. The Phillies, they are sixth, fifth in the MLB in OPS uh, against right-handed pitching. And 
Kirby's been average so far. There's nothing that makes me jump to his side to want to back him. And I'm going against the Mariners here with the 649 OPS against lefties. Moonoff mentioned it. Basically, all their stat categories, their bottom 10 in the league against lefties. Matt Strom has been stretched out in his last three outings. He's gone five innings in two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm going to back the lefty with the Phillies offense that has been better against right-handed pitching so far this year. All righty. Let's go to the next game of the afternoon, guys. 2.20 Eastern start. It's going to be the San Diego Padres and the Chicago Cubbies. Currently seeing Seth Lugo is going to get the start for the Padres and Hayden Wisniewski on the mound for the Chicago Cubbies. Uh, Padres are favored in this game, minus 135. Uh, and the Cubbies are a home puppy here, plus 115. Uh, no total yet, obviously, because uh, we're waiting for the wind direction in this game. But uh, Dylan, lead us off here. Padres versus Cubs. Yeah, give me the home puppy. I I got the Cubs at a plus 130. I actually made the Cubs a minus 110 favorite. Uh, the Cubs are just a better team, in my opinion. Offensively, defensively, just overall a better team right now. I know Seth Lugo, he's been pitching well this season, but... Just not a believer in him. And against a top five offense in the Cubs, I think we may see some regression from him. And on the other hand, Hayden Wisinski, uh, and you know, he's kind of been up and down in every start, but the Cubs have won three of his last four starts. So I feel like it might be a shootout of a game. And if that is the case, I trust the bats way more with the Cubs than I do the Padres. Padres only hitting 201 off of righties. Plus 115 is just too good of a number to pass on the better team, in my opinion. So give me the home puppy here. I like everything that Dylan just said about the whole matchup, and I'm just going to add this angle. The Padres get the day off on Friday, and then Saturday and Sunday they play the Giants in Mexico City. Mm. This could be a nice little look-ahead spot where the team actually just wants to get out of Chicago and in, into Mexico. So That's a good point. Yeah, I kind of like this with Hayden Wisniewski on the mound for the Cubs. Yeah, I'm with you guys. I like. I mean, I really like what the Cubs have put together this season. I think we all talked about it when we were doing the preview shows. I think that a lot of us were on the over for the Cubbies on their win total. And except the pitching – yeah, except for Mal, of course. <laughs> but uh, the pitching has been really good for this team as well. I mean, we've talked about it at volume. So uh, I'm with you guys. Let's take the home puppy here, the Cubbies. Um, all right, before we keep it rolling here, let me tell everyone about Underdog Fantasy. We're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. The NBA and NHL playoffs are here. And what better way to get down on some player prop parlays then over at Underdog Fantasy, besides daily NHL, NBA, and MLB games, they've also already got NFL best ball drafts with a guaranteed half a million in prizes. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus of up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. And part of SGPN's draft week, SGPN is holding a free NFL draft props contest exclusively for members of our discord it's completely free to join and the winner gets a gets 250 dollars in cash and a 50 dollar sgp and gift card just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash discord and go to the nfl channel for the sign up link all right boys let's get over to the next game of the afternoon it's going to be a 345 eastern start between the st louis cardinals and the san francisco giants seeing probable pictures of miles mikolas on the mound for the cardinals and the Logan Webb gets a start here for the San Francisco Giants. Currently seeing the Cardinals are a plus 115 underdog, and the Giants are a minus 135 home favorite. Total is set at 8.5, run line minus 1.5, plus 170 for the Giants, and uh, plus 1.5, minus 200 for the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, Noah, take us away here for the Cardinals and the Giants. 
So for these two starting pitchers, I'm on complete opposite sides of the spectrum. Uh, I love Logan Webb, and so far this year, he uh, has been having his control. Like he has good control, like he always does. But through his first month of play, Webb has a career high strikeout rate, and it's uh, if if a four year old opened. Mike Miles Michaelis baseball savant page, they'd be able to tell you why he has a 740-60 ERA by saying that's a lot of blue. Um, so he's kind of in my doghouse right now. The Giants, they have the third highest OPS against right-handed pitching with an 809. St. Louis has a 729 against righties. I like the Giants here in every which way. First five or first five run line or the full game money line. Even Giants minus one and a half plus 170 for me. Dylan? Yeah, some news. The Cardinals just tweeted out uh, rookie off, uh, outfielder Jordan Walker has been optioned to AAA. Saw that. That's very interesting. Wow. Um, but yeah, everything Noah said, I'm on the Giants here as well. Uh, I got him at a minus 115 earlier. I made him a minus 145. Both pitchers aren't the best, but I do trust Logan Webb much more than I do Miles Mikolas. He's just getting lit up in every start. And I just don't think you could back the Cardinals right now. Three and seven in their last ten, losing including four of their last five. One and seven as a dog. Giants, they kind of figured things out a little bit for right now. They won four in a row, and they hit righties a lot. So I, I like them first five. I like them full game as well. Yeah, I'm with you guys here as well. Logan Webb has been a guy like over the past couple of seasons where you want to back in San Francisco. He's just been so good. I know he's had some struggles here early on in the season. Um, but I think this is a good spot for him to bounce back. And again, I'm not putting money on Miles Mikolas, who has just uh, struggled tremendously uh, for, for the St. Louis Cardinals. Yeah. For what it's worth, I know I was all over the Giants in this handicap, but I kind of want to use that same angle, though. Like, do we think the Giants have the same look at it as the Padres, Mexico? Because um, they get the day off on Friday, too. I think the difference might be is that the Giants are at home versus the Padres are on the road. Sure. Like maybe they want to get at the hell out of Chicago. It's, it's a quicker the, trip too from yeah. San Francisco. Uh, yeah, San Francisco. Yeah. The Giants are at home with their ace on the mound. Maybe that's a different way yeah. of looking at it. I like that a little bit more. I do. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's get over to the next game on the board. Uh, let's go over to a 407 Eastern start between the Oakland A's and the Los Angeles Angels. Seeing J.P. Spears is going to get the start here for the Oakland A's, and Shohei Otani is on the mound for the uh, Angels. Angels, a overwhelming favorite here, minus 300 on the money line, plus 250 on the money line for the Oakland A's. Total is set at 8 with a little bit of victory. It's the under at minus 115. Run line, plus 1.5, even money for the A's, and minus 1.5, minus 120 for the Angels. Um I'm going to keep it simple here, man. I, last time Otani was at home, I took him as my lock for um, the pod that day. It's a similar number. It's the Oakland A's. Uh, Shohei Otani's had some good success against the Oakland A's throughout his career. I think last season, I don't think he won a game against him, but if you kind of take a look at the game log against the A's in his career for Otani, He's been pretty dominant in those starts, and he's been really good um, striking out some of these batters as well uh, in those starts. He's had a couple of starts in there where he had double-digit strikeouts uh, for the uh, Los Angeles Angels against the A's. Um, again, we talked about it, right? When you have Otani on the mound, uh, definitely one of their best pitchers. That's, a, that's the time I want to back him. And he's been really good throughout his career at Angel Stadium. So J.P. Spears, left-handed pitcher as well. 
Angels have been doing real well against left-handed pitching. I think overall they are seven and three against left-handed pitching, if I'm not mistaken. Or sorry, the um think Baltimore. But nonetheless, with Otani on the mound here, uh, I'm gonna back them on the run line, minus one and a half, minus one twenty. If you want to take a look at some team totals in this game as well for the Angels, might be a stack opportunity, but minus one and a half, minus one twenty for me for the Angels here, Noah. Yeah, so I think this is a tale of two sides. Like you're gonna have some people trying to get cute again because if they remember that opening day game, it mm-hmm. was Otani against the Athletics, um, and the A's actually won that game. Um, so you're gonna have some people trying to get cute and jumping on the Oakland money line, or it's just a standard Angels minus one and a half play, and that's what I'm gonna go with here. Um, you mentioned it. The Angels are raking against lefties so far this year. They're fourth in the MLB with OPS 817. Oakland 27th against righties with a 639. So I am going to go that way with this game. Angels minus one and a half. D-Rock? Yeah, I think it's going to be a team ride, and I think Noah hit it on the head. The amount of bets that have been placed so far, it's 50-50. So I think people are trying to get cute with what they saw opening day. I agree with you guys, though. Uh, Angels run line or Otani K-Prop, you know. Yes. Uh, I, I thought the a, the Angels – I thought I made the Angels a heavy favorite. I made them a minus 280 favorite, but they're almost – th- they are a $3 favorite. So – yeah, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna take him on the run line. Uh, like I said, maybe a K prop as well. He has 38 Ks on the season. He struck out 10 batters the last time he faced the A's, and I, I think he's gonna have that little revenge factor. I know he pitched well, but they did lose the game, so I think he might go after Angels first five uh, minus a half. I like as well, depending on the number, but. Any which way, I'm going to be on the Angels or Otani K-Prop. 79 strikeouts in his career against the A's and 63 yeah. and two-thirds innings pitched for uh, Shohei Otani. So um, if nice. any if that number is anywhere at seven and a half, I am definitely going to be on the over for strikeouts. Go ahead, Noah. I was a little early on that. All right, boys, next game on the schedule. We're heading into the evening now. We, it's going to be a 640 Eastern start. The Baltimore Orioles, they are in Detroit to take on the uh, Tigers. Uh, Kyle Gibson gets a start here for the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, Joey Wentz is on the mound for the Detroit Tigers. Minus 135 on the money line for the Baltimore Orioles and plus 115 on the money line for the home dogs here, the Detroit Tigers. Total is set at eight with a little bit of a vig towards the over at minus 115. Run line minus one and a half plus 130 for the Orioles and plus one and a half minus 150 for the Detroit Tigers. Um, Dylan, take us away here. Yeah, give me the Orioles on the money line, minus 135. I made the Birds a minus 145 favorite on the road. Uh, Orioles, nice bounce back win today. Take the series against the Red Sox. I, I do like Gibson, even though he does give up a little more contact on the road than at home. I trust the Orioles on the road, 7-4 and four straight up, 9-3 and three as a favorite. Not the biggest believer in Joey Wentz either one bit. I know the Tigers, they've kind of been playing a better ball recently, but just think this is a bad spot for him and the Tigers uh, at home. Orioles coming into town 8-2 and two in their last 10. I think this is a very short price with the much better team. So let me take the Orioles uh, to keep it rolling. Uh, so we saw this pitching matchup, uh, just last weekend and Wentz gave up five and Gibson dealt 
uh, only one run through 6.1. I like the Orioles money line play here. And most of these games in that series did go under. Now they're playing at a bigger park in Comerica Park, um, also in Michigan. Going to be cold this weekend because uh, I am going to be going to a couple of uh, baseball games this weekend. But, yeah, it's uh, not going to be great baseball weather. So the under eight seems enticing for me here, too. Yeah, Joey Wentz, I mean, 0-3 on the season so far, 7.56 ERA. He's lost three of uh, the Tigers, I should say, have lost three of us four starts so far this season. It's been by uh, by margin. I mean, you, like you mentioned, Noah, the, they matched up last weekend where the Orioles won that game 5-1. to one. Uh, Also, they've lost 14-5 to five against the Red Sox and then 5-1 to one against the Tampa Bay Rays. So, um I'll take a step further and take the run line with the, with the Orioles here. I think that um, mm-hmm. the Orioles can get to Joey Wentz here um, and tag him for a few runs. There was a cool stat that came across my timeline on Twitter from uh, Chris Castellani from Barstool. He said that I believe the Tigers' record so far this year is three and twelve against AL East teams. Everyone else were like way above five hundred. So uh, somewhat of a uh, weird stat because we've played everybody but the Yankees so far this year and we've gotten mm. our asses kicked by the AL East. He's a huge Tiger fan, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh all right, let's get over to the next game of the night. We've got the Washington Nationals. They are in the Big Apple to take on the New York Mets here. Seeing Trevor Williams gets the start here for the Washington Nationals. And uh, Joey Lucchese gets a start here for the New York Mets. Money line price plus 185 for the Nationals, minus 215 for the Mets here. Uh, total set at 8.5, a little bit of it towards the under at minus 115. Uh, run line, minus 1.5, plus 110 for the Mets, and plus 1.5, minus 130 for the Washington Nationals. Um, now who has this game? Oh, that's me. I think you. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, I, I This was something that we talked about last week, that this was Lucchese's first start last week, right? I think it was against the Giants, if I'm not mistaken. And he looked really good after, what, missing two-plus years, Dylan? I think you can yeah. confirm me on that. Yeah, I think it was TJ. Yeah, yeah so um, he went seven innings in that game. And it looked really good to me. Trevor Williams thus far this season um, – I guess he's been okay here. I'm trying to pull up the numbers here. I just had it on my page, but he's one and one with a 3.38 ERA. He hasn't given up more than two earned runs in um in since his first start, I should say, which was against the Tampa Bay Rays. But his last start, he pitched real well. Three three to two, they got the victory to the Nationals um, against the Twins, and then they lost four to three against the Guardian in his previous start, but. He's been pretty consistent, so I kind of led me towards the under in this game. I think that um, both of these guys can pitch well. Um, if you want to look at Mets' first five innings, I think that's worth a look as well. But I think my for my for, more favorite play was the under uh, eight and a half in this game. That's at minus one fifteen right now. Here, uh, Dylan, what do you think about your Mets here? Yeah, Mets run line here for me. Loved what I saw from Joey in his uh, first start on the road. Now coming back home against, you know, a weaker lineup, I think. I think it sets up nicely for him to have another solid inning. Not a big fan of Trevor Williams either. Uh, Even when he was on the Mets, I think the Mets are going to want to take it out on him. I'm going to fade him and the Nationals. And 13 of the 14 Mets wins have come by the run line. So Mm, I agree on the under. It's going to... 
I I agree. I think it's going to be an under type game. Mets and Nationals both under teams. I set my line at eight point two, so eight and a half. I do like the under, and I'm going to take the Mets at the plus price. Noah. I'm not as convinced on the under in this game just because the Nationals, their offense, when you want to back them, it is against the left-handed pitching. Uh, Left-handed pitcher, they're top 10 in the league in OPS with the 757. Um, So for me, I think this price is just too steep on Joey Lucchese in his second game after returning from Tommy John. Um, Plus 185 on the Nationals I'm seeing at DraftKings right now. I... If I'm going to bet on this game, which I'm not, I would take the Nationals plus 185 and pull a Malcolm here. All right. Uh, Next game on the board here, gentlemen, is probably the pitching matchup of the day, I think, no doubt. Tampa Bay Has it been confirmed yet? The pitching matchup? Yeah, because it wasn't confirmed earlier. It's still not. But I have this matchup too. Yeah. um, It just feels like that. Rays are well, going to Yeah, you know, it, it just feels like it, it, it's going to. Uh, I'll get into it in a second, but Rays and White Sox. <laughs> Shane McClanahan on the mound for the Rays. Dylan Cease gets a start for the White Sox. Minus one forty-five road favorites here for the Tampa Bay Rays. Plus one twenty-five on the money line for the home dogs here, the Chicago White Sox. Total set at seven with big towards the over at minus one twenty-five. So maybe moving towards um, a seven and a half here. Run line is minus one and a half, plus one twenty for the Rays and plus one and a half minus 140 for the Chicago White Sox. I don't know if it's just me guys, but I feel like Shane McClanahan is pitching every other day for me. Like I feel like I'm handicapping him like every other day. Um, But again, this is probably the pitching matchup of the day. That's what I see listed right now. As far as um, the books right now on DraftKings, they do have McClanahan and cease listed. Um, So why don't you take us away here? uh, Noah. Yeah, I do feel like McClanahan's pitched a lot. And didn't he just? He, I feel like he just pitched on the weekend. Was it Saturday or Sunday? If it's Saturday, it lines up. But, um, yeah, either way, it uh, feels like he just pitched yesterday. McClanahan's 4-0 on the year with a 186 ERA, 37 strikeouts, 12 walks, and 29 innings pitched. Dylan Cease has pretty much been just as stellar, 2-0 with a 273 ERA, 34 strikeouts, 13 walks, and 26.1 innings. Um, even though this White Sox team – has not uh, wowed us, I guess, uh, for a lack of term, uh, to start the season. Cease has set them up to win every start he has had. He does not have a loss on his record. Um, so I don't really have a pick for this game other than saying it's appointment television with these two guys on the mound. I think because Cease is on the mound, we're seeing a little bit of a discount on Tampa Bay's money line. So if you're going to bet this game, my pick that I would advise here is Tampa Bay is on the money line. Oh, Tampa Bay Rays on the money line. Uh, D-Rock, what do you got? Yeah, nothing on the side. This one was a tough one for me. I did make the Rays a minus 140 favorite, but uh, let's continue to ride the trend for the over. Both of these teams love back in the over, especially in Chicago. 6-2-1 and one toward the over at home for the White Sox. You got 14-mile-an-hour winds blowing out into center field. Uh, and the last two starts for Dylan Cease hasn't been the best either. He's given up a little more runs than usual. But Noah's right. He's setting um, the White Sox up for success since the bullpen is blowing it for them. Uh, I think both teams can tack on a few runs. Rays, they hit righties phenomenally over 300. Uh, and I think the White Sox are due for a few runs either. So minus uh, before you get it, oh, uh, before it goes to seven and a half, excuse me, I would get the over now. Pay the little juice. Think it's worth the squeeze. I set my total at seven point three. 
Yeah, I'm going to stay here. Uh, I agree with Noah on, on the raise here. Um, I know uh, Malcolm talked about putting the White Sox on his 14-day do-not-bet list, and Mine I think too. that's been going pretty well for him. Um, and they took another L here today it actually has. on Thursday. Yeah, <laughs> afternoon with an 8 nothing loss uh, to the Jays. But um, I think for Dylan Cease, he has struggled a little bit as far as his command and giving up walks, if you kind of just look at his game log. Um, and I think that if the Rays are able to stay patient at the plate and draw those walks, I think that they can, you know, with the speed that this team does have, I think they can cause some havoc on the bases. The, he did pitch against um, the White Sox, sorry, against the Rays last Saturday, like Noah was mentioning, where he only lasted four innings in that game. He gave up three earned runs uh, off of six hits in that game. So I think that we may see something similar. Back-to-back losses so far for the White Sox and it starts by Dylan Cease here. So got the better team on the mound. Oh, sorry, on the on the field. Got the better pitcher in my eyes right now as well with Shane McClanahan. Uh, I'll go with the Rays in this spot here as well. Um, all right, guys. It is going to be the penultimate game. Between the Kansas City Royals and the Minnesota Twins, a little AL Central clash here. Uh, Zach Grinke gets a start here for the Kansas City Royals, and Tyler Male is on the mound for the Minnesota Twins. Minus 200 for the Minnesota Twins here, plus 170 on the money line for the Kansas City Royals. Uh, total set at eight with a little bit of dig towards the over at minus 115. Run line minus one and a half, plus 105 for the Twins, and plus one and a half. Minus 125 for the Kansas City Royals. Dylan, take us away. Yeah, another run line play for me. Uh, Twins minus one and a half plus 105. I feel like I've taken a lot of those today, but uh, I just can't back the Royals or Granke, especially on the road. Royals, they were able to win uh, his last start against the Angels, but outside of that, he's just been awful. The one good thing about him and maybe something we could take advantage of is that he doesn't walk a lot of batters. One or less walks in each of his starts this season. So maybe another under one and a half walks for Granky could be a player prop that has some value. On the other hand, Tyler Molly on the, uh, is just a much better pitcher than Granky. He just had that one bad start against the Astros. But outside of that, I think he's been all right. All 14 wins of the twins have come by two or more runs. So when they're winning, they're covering the run line at plus money. I, I love the twins run line here. Yeah, for Zach Grinke, since the 2022 season, six appearances against the the Twins in that span, 0-5 with a 3.94 ERA. Um, Hasn't given up a lot of runs to the Twins, but they haven't been giving him the run support in that span either. They did win one game uh, when he did start by, I think, a run. But other than that, um, he just has not been – or he hasn't translated to wins – uh, for the Royals when Grinky is starting against the uh, against the Twins. And again, um, TV DBJ pointing out Grinky on the road. I mean, yeah, that's exactly what it is. He's at Kauffman Stadium. You want to back him, but when he's on the road, you probably do want to fade him. So uh, all in all, I agree with what D-Rock said. Uh, run line minus one and a half for me as well. Noah? Everything that you guys just said, I'm going to retweet it, but add this stat. In the last 18 games these two teams have played, the Twins are 14-4 and four against the Royals, and they've covered the run line in 12 of them in twelve of their wins. So 12, and, 12 of the 18 games. Um, the last time I said that, though, it was the Yankees against the Twins, and the Twins went on and won 2-3, and they scored like 10 in the first inning. <laughs> so, I mean... 
It'll do with that what you will, but I'm on the Twins run line here. But also a, tra- a tough travel situation here for the Royals as well. They're still playing right now in Arizona, so they have to go kind of Good from call. the West Coast to, I guess, kind of love that north east coast area central you if you want whatever you want to call it but uh yeah this might be a yeah midwest there you go if you want to uh you know look at it from that you know east coast to west coast to central travel situation here as well for the royals so um i think minnesota were at home this weekend or or this early early in the week right if i'm not mistaken um who did they believe so don't Jesus. They play the Yankees, right? At home. Yeah. Yes, they were at home against the Yankees. Yeah, so not a huge. So I think they have the definitely, obviously, advantage here and oh, yeah. a travel disadvantage for the Royals. Um, all right, guys. Last game on the board. It is going to be a eight oh five Eastern start. We have the New York Yankees. They are traveling to Texas to take on the Texas Rangers. Garrett Cole gets a start here for the New York Yankees. And Andrew Haney uh, gets a start here for the Texas Rangers. Currently seeing minus 155 on the money line for the New York Yankees, plus 135 on the money line for the uh, Texas Rangers. Total is set at 7.5 with a little bit of big towards the over at minus 120. Um, run line minus one and a half at even money and plus one and a half minus 120 for the Texas Rangers. Noah closes out strong. I've got to take the Rangers on the money line, either the first five or the full game here. They just got their asses swept in Cincinnati. So the bats, they're going to come out hot. I think even though that wasn't even the issue in Cincinnati, they scored 15 runs in the three games. The bullpen just sucked. Um, even with the three blowups, it's somehow still a top 10 bullpen in the MLB with a 336 ERA. But I just think that Heaney, he did have a short stint as a Yankee, can keep this struggling Yankees offense at bay because the Yankees, they're 27th in the MLB in OPS against left handed pitching. If you're afraid of the Rangers bullpen, maybe go first five or first seven money line. But yeah, I'm just not going to back the Yankees at this price when the offense just isn't at, hasn't been as hot as they were at the opening of the season. D Rock. Yeah, I'm right there with Noah. I have to take the home puppy in this spot. I only made the Yankees a minus 160 favorite. They finally snapped their losing streak today, and maybe that gets them going a little bit. But I like the I like the Rangers and their bats. They crush righties, and I think we finally see some regression from Cole. This is only his second start on the road. I think he comes down to earth just a tad. And Yankees, on the other hand, only hit 203 off of lefties. I think Andrew Heaney, I think he's been all right this season besides that one start. Uh, other than that, only two runs given up in the other three starts. Uh, I think he can have success against his former teammate. I, I agree mm-hmm. with Noah. I think they come back aggressive after getting swept. I'll take the Rangers first five plus a half, and I'll probably take the Rangers here as a home puppy. Um, Jared Cole against the Rangers since the 2021 season when he joined. Um, He's been great. Uh, against the Rangers. Actually, he hasn't been very good against the Rangers. Going two with a 4.15 ERA, 26 strikeouts and three appearances. And they've lost, um, obviously, two out of the three. So let's see if they lost this one as well. No. So there seems, seems like there has been some struggles for Garrett Cole against the Texas Rangers. Um, and I think we're all kind of waiting for that start where we see Garrett Cole kind of implode. And it might just be the start against one of the better offenses that he may have faced. Are probably the best offense that he's probably faced all season, if I'm not mistaken. I'm kind of take a look at who he's faced so far this year. Uh, Blue Jays, Twins, yeah, I mean, Guardians, Phillies, and Giants. So, arguably, maybe the best offense that he's seen. Uh, yeah, he's the Rangers of the Blue Jays. 
Yeah, so I think that the Rangers can get to Amira as well. Um, I'll, I'm with you guys. Plus one thirty-five on the money line here for the um, for the Texas Rangers as well. Yeah, so the Rangers they're fourth in the MLB in OPS against right-handed pitching, um, and Toronto is eighth. Uh, that's okay. a eight oh six compared to a seven fifty six. So yeah, fifty points better. And how are the Yankees against left-handed pitching? If you have that, oh, uh, it's bad. I said uh, uh, it's twenty seventh in the MLB. Um, okay, two oh, so. they're hitting two oh three off of them. Yeah, okay. they have a 648 OPS, 91 WRC plus. So just below league average and runs created. But when it comes to hitting stats, they are not great at all. Love Relying it. on the home runs. There we go. All right. That is the 11 game schedule for the Thursday games in MLB. A lot of day baseball tomorrow. Uh, so let's close it out strong here with our locks and dogs. Uh, D-Rock, why don't you lead us off? Oh, I was hoping not to. Uh, All right, Noah, lead us off. Yeah, please. All right, so since I have the pleasure of leading it off, I am going to go – I had two plays, and I was hoping that one of them would be crossed out by you guys, but I'm going to go with the San Francisco Giants minus 130. Mm. All I loved it across the board. The only angle that I'm a bit nervous about it is they do go to Mexico City after this game, but at home with their ace on the mound, they shouldn't be looking ahead too much. Um, plus, it's not as – as uh, far as a flight as Padres coming from Chicago to Mexico City. So um, give me the Giants minus 130 on the money line. And then for my dog, I like the Chicago Cubs plus 115. Um, a, lo- a lot of the same reasons <laughs> for that game just flip. I think it's a look-ahead spot to Mexico City. And I like Hayden Wesneski. Um, I think that the Chicago Cubs offense is rolling right now, and I'm not getting on the uh, – Padres offense right now at any with any confidence at all. So give me the Cubs at the plus price plus one fifteen. All right, so I'll go with my lock and dog. Give me the Angels minus one and a half with Otani on the mound against the Oakland A's. I, I anytime Otani's pitching at home, I want to get behind him. Um, and I think this is one of those spots. I know a D Rock also mentioned his strikeout props. Anything at seven and a half, I'm pounding, pounding the over. Uh, on Shohei Otani, but as a log, Angels minus one and a half, minus 120 against JP Spears. And then for my dog, let's go with the Baltimore Orioles on the run line, minus one and a half, plus 130. It's really fading Joey Wentz here. Uh, Kyle Gibson undefeated so far this season. ERA is a little higher than my expectation, but I think that the bats can definitely get to Joey Wentz here um, for the uh, Baltimore Orioles. So I will take the minus one and a half plus 130 on the Baltimore Orioles. Dylan? I should have went I should have went first. <laughs> no, it took both <laughs> the ones I wanted. Uh, give me give me the birds. I'll take the Orioles. I think this is a short price for them on the road against the Tigers. Uh, like Everything, no, um, Malcolm, not Malcolm, I'm sorry. I don't want to offend you, uh, Moon Elf. Oh, uh, I was offended calling me Malcolm. What a uh, wanker. He, he goes, I, I wanted the two picks that Noah has, and then he picked Moon Elf's pick. <laughs> I, did, I, did I did it on the money line. I did it on the money line. It's okay. Uh, I don't trust Joey Wentz here. Orioles are just hot right now, eight to two in their last 10. So short price on the road. I like them. And 
for my dog. Let's let's go to the early game. Let me take the Braves minus one and a half plus one ten. Yeah. Do not trust uh, Braxton here. I I think Kyle Wright's going to have a good start. Braves much better team than the Marlins, so it's tough to back the the fish right here uh, against Garrett. So I'm going to go Braves mon- uh, run line at plus one ten for my. Dog. That's a great pick. That was one of them that I had circled too. Yeah, what we should have done is picked a triple lock and then no. really tested it and see <laughs> is it is it Malcolm that's a curse to us or is it that you know um, that we it's just a triple lock thing. But uh, hey, I did hey. like the Braves as well. I considered that one as well. <laughs> We're at uh, forty eight minutes right now, and yeah. we got a couple of new reviews. So why not hit on yeah that rip and some run. of those. Um, and they were not mentioning Malcolm in most of them, I do believe. So I thought one of them did. Oh yeah, Mal, five stars. Where did you find this guy? Legend, one of the best. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then there was one more higher. Um, five stars from Mickey Ma, nineteen eighty three. Very informative, informative show. A must listen for baseball fans and betters. Very informative and a great way to get ahead of the game. Um. This one, five stars from Tex Watson. Another high-quality pod from SGPN. MLB Gambling Podcast is yet another high-quality pod from SGPN, displaying their diverse array of handicappers. Funny and informative, just like the college experience, NBA tennis, and all other top-tier shows. And then today, we had a couple of new ones as well. We had uh, from Jace59, exactly what I was looking for, five stars. (laughs) Thanks. That's the best one. (laughs) <laughs> Thanks. And then uh, last one, five stars from Brad Krause. Well done, boys. Love listening to the pod. On my way to work every morning and really like the insight on all the games and helping me make my picks that much easier. Keep it rolling, boys, and let it ride. Cheers. Yeah, love it. Uh, appreciate all the uh, reviews and the ratings that you guys have left. Uh, if you're listening, uh, if you haven't done so already, please do so. Whether uh, it's on Spotify or whether it's on Apple Podcasts or wherever you do listen to your pods, uh, definitely appreciate all the uh, ratings and reviews that we do get. And again, we will shout them out on the uh, on the episodes here. Um, that's going to do it. A tidy about 50, 50 to 52 minutes here. Only 11 games. That's why I think we got through it fairly quickly. But uh, no, anything else before we get out of here, buddy? Um, just like I said, let's uh, pump up that SGPN NFL mock draft. Uh, yeah. Everybody turn, tune in. That's tonight, but you can also watch, watch it or listen back to it um, on Thursday before the draft. Um, it's going to be a ton of fun. Lots of SGPN contributors and even some guys from guys and girls from the outside. So um, it'll be plenty of fun. Um, tune in. I highly recommend it. Yep. Uh, D-Rock, anything else? No, just retweet everything you guys said, like, review, uh, subscribe, and hit the follow button on our Twitter. We're only eight follows away from a thousand. So we're yeah. getting up there. Yes. So uh, yeah, hopefully we could uh, compete with the big boys one day. Yeah, uh, definitely. If you haven't already follow us on Twitter uh, at MLB SGPN, uh, follow Noah on Twitter at 77 NB follow Dylan on Twitter at rock with two K's R O C K K 24. Follow me on Twitter at sports nerd eight, two, four, uh, again, like I mentioned, uh, make sure to follow the Twitter account. And then if you haven't already subscribed to the YouTube channel for the MLB Gambling Podcast, please go ahead and do so. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Uh, the same crew here. That wanker is in London. I don't know if he's actually working or just saying <laughs> taking a vacation. But um, 
That He's scoping out the ballpark for June. We, I, uh, we should end on a good note. He did go four for four on his Premier Le- Premier League picks tonight. Oh yeah, plug in the uh, Premier okay, League again. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had a pretty good day in EPL as well, but uh, it wasn't because of Mal. It was probably more because of Barry. But so thank you, Barry. Um, you, Barry. Yeah, we'll be back tomorrow, guys. Same time, uh, five o'clock Eastern. So tune us, tune in with us. Uh, on YouTube. If not, I'll play back on the podcast. Players always there for you guys. All right, guys, good luck with your bets. Let's break these books off and let it ride.